It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Getting a good night's sleep can be much easier said than done. But don't worry, because our good friends at CBDMD have exactly what you need to get the sleep you deserve. CBDPM blends melatonin and other sleep-promoting ingredients with 500 milligrams of high-quality CBD to create a powerful and effective sleep aid. And to make it even easier to get the year started off right, they're offering all our listeners 25% off your next order when you use the promo code NBA at checkout. Once again, that's cbdmd.com, promo code NBA for 25% off your purchase of superior CBD products from CBDMD. You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando magic podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are indeed Locked On Magic. Today is February 20th, 2021. My name is Philip Rosser. I'm the expert insight editor over at OrlandoMagicDaily.com. You can follow me on Twitter at PhilipRR underscore OMD. On today's episode of Locked On Magic, a special Saturday episode of Locked On Magic, we'll recap the Orlando Magic's win over the Golden State Warriors, our third straight win over the Warriors at the Amway Center. Been a while since we could say that with uh, how good the Warriors have been. We'll talk all about that game. Plus, why the Magic's defense has made a huge step forward. We'll get to all that coming up here in just a moment. But before we do any of that, I do want to remind you all to check out all the great podcasts on the Locked On Podcast Network. Go search and grab a download podcast for Locked On and the team you're looking for. Just like this podcast here covering the Orlando Magic with excruciating detail, there's podcasts covering every single team in the NBA with the same level of care and detail that you can only find from a local expert who knows their team best. Want the lowdown on the Golden State Warriors after the game? Check out Locked On Warriors. They'll be getting ready for Saturday's game against the Charlotte Hornets. Want to get ready for Sunday's and Tuesday's games against the Detroit Pistons? Check out our pals at Locked On Pistons. No matter who your team is, whether it's in the NBA, NFL, NHL, MLB, or College 2, there is a Locked On podcast for you. To search for every download podcast for Locked On and the team you're looking for, the Locked On Podcast Network, it's your team every day. I am recording this at about 11.30 on Saturday morning. Um, so it's been about 14 hours since the game ended. And I I am still just buzzing about, A, how crazy that game is, how crazy last night in the NBA was in general. I mean, Nikola Vucevic had a 30-point triple-double, and that's like item number four on the crazy things that happened in the NBA on Friday night. Um, this game was just wild. Um, you know, I, 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 if you didn't watch it, queue up League Pass, go watch it. It is an emotional roller coaster, and it's the kind of game that, you know, the Magic, that showed all the Magic's flaws and, and all the Magic's potential strengths, and I, I'm going to get to one of those here at the end of the show. This was just a wild game, and, and honestly, like, the kind of game that, regardless of how you view what the Magic should be doing this season, it's the kind of game that everyone can be happy with. Um, I'm not going to bury the lead here. Uh, this was this is going to go down despite Nikola Vucevic's 30-point triple-double, which is the first time in Magic history. Not Shaq, not Dwight, not Penny, not T-Mac. 
Nikola Vucevic is the first player in Magic history with a 30-point triple-double. Um, he was incredible, and we'll get to him. But this will be known as the Chuma Okiki game probably for the rest of the season. Because the rookie playing in his 13th game in the NBA after a year off recovering from a 20 CL, after a month off um, getting back from the bone bruise, this, this game was his. He finished this game, um, providing a huge plays on both ends of the court uh, to deliver the Magic a victory. The Orlando Magic trailed by 13 points early in the fourth quarter, about eight minutes to go in the fourth quarter, and it was very clear if the Magic were going to win this game, they were going to have to bring Nikola Vucevic back in. Um, Evan Forney was already back in the game. Steve Clifford had already cycled in some of his starters, but Vucevic was the one turning point in this game. And the Warriors knew it. Everyone knew it. They were doubling him as hard as they could. And yet, he still found open players. And more specifically, he found the rookie, Chuma Okiki. Twice, Chuma Okiki hit humongous three-pointers to key a 31-17 push that gave the Magic the 124-120 win. Twice, Okiki hit huge three-pointers, including a go-ahead three-pointer with two and a half minutes to play that gave the Magic the lead for good. Chuma Okiki... Not only did that, he made incredible defensive plays. He had three blocks in the game, two off of layups, and in the fourth quarter with about four minutes to play, Magic down by six. Okiki, uh, Stephen Curry, you know, the Magic, again, the Magic's defensive effort on Stephen Curry was just, it was just frankly incredible. Um, Stephen Curry broke through the Magic's defense to get a backdoor cut. He had a free run at the rim, and Chuma Okiki slid over, blocked the layup, Nikola Vucevic could only bat it up in the air, and then Okiki got the rebound. I mean, again, go watch that play. It's about four minutes left in the game. The Magic were down by six. Just an incredible play on all ends. And the best part of it, it ends with Okiki hitting a corner three to cut the lead in half and make it a three-point game. Those are the kind of plays that win you basketball games. And again, whether you believe, like me, that the team should still be pushing for the playoffs, you know, regardless of how how much they, they might make it, they're only half game out of the, the final playing spot at this point. Um, whether you believe that the season's a loss and and the Magic should cut their losses, seeing Chuma Okiki, a young rookie, make these kinds of winning plays is exactly what everyone wants to see. You know, Magic fans were all very, very giddy and happy after uh, after the game on Friday. Um, I don't want to get too much too deep into that narrative. I feel like I'm still like way steep in that narrative, more way steep in that narrative than I should be. Okiki, though, came up with the big plays. And, of course, everyone was super impressed with how he played. As a rookie, you come in and, you know, you play, you know, a big game like this, especially at the end, it's not easy, and he stepped up. So it just shows, you know, uh, you know that he, uh, he doesn't get scared, he doesn't shy away from big moments, and that's what you want to see. But I think especially special for him with everything he went through even this year when he came back, finally played, and he had to miss time again. Now he's playing. It's just great. It'll be great for him going forward. Uh, it's great, man. Chuma's like my little brother, man. I talk to him all the time. We joke, we goof. Um, and uh, I'm, I'm proud of the work he's putting in. He's he's become a really good basketball player on both sides of the ball. Um, he made a bunch of big shots you know, tonight, especially at the end of the, the rotation. You know, and, uh, there's a couple possessions where he was in pick and roll with me and Vooch, and you know, I swung it to Vooch, he swung it to the weak side, and somebody else drives and finds Chuma in the corner. He's done a great job with his work ethic, and he deserves, you know, all the stuff that's coming to him. He's getting better each day. Uh, I mean, we're going to need him to, to keep playing the way he is to, to win. So, uh, shout out to Chuma, man. He's going to really well. Well, every game I feel like I'm uh, getting better and getting more accustomed to 
you know, the team and being in the league. But um, turning point, I don't know. I hope so. But we're just going to see how it goes, and we're just going to just keep on working, and hopefully I could just have continue to have good games. That was Nikola Vucevic, Terrence Ross, and Chuma Okiki speaking after Friday's game. Uh, again, Okiki, just, we'll go through, through the box score here in a bit, but Okiki, just a, an incredible, incredible effort. And, and again, really helping, really, I mean, hitting some big shots. I mean, the rookie hit big shots. I mean, again, we talk about this team having offensive troubles. Okiki is a shooter. Uh, that, that he is getting much more confident shooting from beyond the arc. He's finding a place in this league, and defensively, uh, he's been very, very impressive, especially as he continues to learn things. Again, we'll talk a little bit more about the defense coming up at the end of the show. Um, so, Okiki made a lot of the decisive plays, but getting there was a bit crazy. Um, the Orlando Magic opened up a 15-point lead in the first quarter. They moved the ball really well. They defended really, really well. And then, just because it's the Golden State Warriors and they have Stephen Curry and they have some offensive weapons, that lead disappeared very, very quickly. Um, it, it was you know tie game by the second quarter, of course. Um, Curry got himself rolling when Michael Carter-Williams came out of the game. Um, and uh, you're, the Magic were essentially starting from scratch. Oh, and then they built a 17-point lead in the third quarter. Um, the Magic, again, moving the ball exceptionally well, um, did a really good job just just taking advantage of the Warriors' lack of size. Nikola Vucevic, again, he earned every bit of those 10 assists that he got, um, really tearing apart Golden State's interior, interior defense and just doing whatever he wanted to do. Um, really, the Magic only got themselves in trouble when they turned the ball over, when they took quick shots, and when they didn't move the ball. Um... Golden State did erase that 17-point deficit and build a 13-point lead of their own early in the fourth quarter, largely because they were able to leak out off of missed shots. The Magic would miss a shot, and Kelly Oubre or Andrew Wiggins would be out ahead of the defense, and the Magic could not get their defense set. Um, Steve Clifford would say after the game that you know the, ma- the biggest problem the Magic had in this game was when the offense wasn't working, and it worked for good long stretches of this game, just not in the third quarter. Um, when the offense wasn't working, guys didn't get back on defense. And again, that's just something that's fundamental to a Steve Clifford defense. Orlando did not give up a single fast break point to the Golden State Warriors in the first half. They gave up plenty in the second half um, as Golden State was able to get back into the game and eventually, yes, take the lead as the Magic's bench unit especially really, really struggled. Um, you know, I think Steve Clifford's got a, he's, he's reworking the rotation still, um, playing a lot more guys. I think that's an adjustment that we're going to see. I think that's... Uh, uh, something that you know he probably regrets a little bit earlier in the season. Um, so I think we'll see 10, 11 man, men rotations uh, for most of the rest of the season. Uh, but um, but essentially, you know what 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 happened here um, was the Magic got stuck with the lineup. I think it was uh, either Jason Randall and Michael or Michael Carter Williams with Terrence Ross, Chuma Okiki or Al Aminu, Mo Bamba and uh, like Dwayne Bacon. Uh, and that those groups just, you know, especially with Randall out there not having a lot of offense installed, those groups just don't have a lot of scoring. Um, essentially, the Magic were just forcing the ball to Terrence Ross, and, and they could not get their offense moving, and, and, and that allowed Golden State to get take the lead and get back into the game. And again, just the defense was not at the level that it needed to be at. Orlando reloaded with some starters, and that's when the comeback started to happen. Um, so plenty to work on, but plenty to build off of too. Um, you know, this was a wild game. You know, again, Nikola Vucevic with a triple-double, and it's like headline number three in this game um, and headline like number five for the NBA on, on, the, on the day. Um, it, it was um, definitely a, a, a wild game, but a game the Magic deserved to win. They showed a lot of resolve. They showed a lot of the character that has made this Magic team so good, and that's definitely something I want to get back to here 
later on in the episode. But the Orlando Magic defeat the Golden State Warriors 124-120. to We'll go over the box score, talk a little bit more about the defense and its improvement coming up here in just a moment. But first, bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but NBA, college basketball, the NHL are in full swing. BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. Get real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's completely free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Use the promo code LOCKEDON to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Get more of the sports news you need in less time with our new Locked On Today podcast. Peter Bukowski hosts a breakdown of the biggest stories with analysis from our local experts. Start your day with all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes. Subscribe to Locked On Today wherever you get Podcast. Let's go through the final box score for you as the Orlando Magic defeat the Golden State Warriors 124 to 120. Uh, the place to start because we buried this lead. There's so many leads. Um, is Nikola Vucevic 30 points, 13 for 23 shooting, two for eight from beyond the arc, 16 rebounds, 10 assists, the first 30 point triple double in Magic history. Uh, I believe he is the first or second player in Magic history with a 20, 15, and 10 triple-double. Um, just, we're running out of words for Nikola Vucevic. Uh, I know I know it's been a long time for Nikola Vucevic to reach this point, um, but he is getting better and better. He is carrying this team in so many ways. Um, you know, I, I'm willing to say it. <laughs> the Magic got an all-star in the Dwight Howard trade. It took, you know, again, eight years to, to get to this point, and that's a, an indictment on the system that the Magic had created or the environment the Magic had created um, in those first years after Dwight Howard left and trying to rebuild. But, you know, maybe Vucevic was the guy the Magic should have been rebuilding around all along. You know, maybe you know, maybe it took Nikola Jokic coming in and, and some of the revolutions that happened in the NBA and Vucevic figuring out how to stay relevant within that three-point revolution to reach this level. But, man, y'all know that I've been a Nikola Vucevic fan uh, and supporter and defended him over a lot of things. And, you know, I've had my own skeptic- skepticisms about him. I never thought Nikola Vucevic would reach this level. And, and you know, I, I I think that the Magic do have a bona fide all-star in Nikola Vucevic. You know, I don't know what's going to happen Tuesday when uh, all-star reserves are announced. Um, you know, I don't know whether Vucevic will be among the group that plays in Atlanta all I know is he is putting up all-star quality numbers. Um, he has been better this year than he was in 2019 when he made the all-star team. I thought 2020 he was on par with this 2019 season. This year is just so significantly better. He's more efficient as a shooter, even though he didn't have the best uh, three-point shooting game here. Uh, he's just doing whatever his team needs him to do. Um, and, and, and he's carrying such a huge load as well, considering all the injuries the Magic had faced. Um, Golden State essentially uh, put... 
two guys on him at all times. Anytime he caught the ball in the post, the double was coming, and Vucevic showed just extreme patience, you know, incredible patience, waiting for that double to come uh, and, and finding the open shooter, finding the open player off of those double teams. Um, it was, you know, chef's kiss, you know, fantastic work from Nikola Vucevic. Um, you know, I don't think you can ask for a whole lot more from him and and from what the Magic were, were trying to do, what the Magic were trying to accomplish in this game. Uh, just a just incredible effort, um, an incredible game. Um, there, there isn't really a whole lot more that needs to be said uh, about Nikola Vucevic other than he, yes, he deserves to be in the All-Star game. I don't know if he gets there. There's a lot of guys that deserve to be in the All-Star game this year. Nikola Vucevic definitely deserves to be in the All-Star game. And if it weren't for... You know, Jamal Murray and Nikola Jokic both going for 50. If it weren't for Anthony Edwards' dunk, Nikola Vucevic would have been the story of the night. Um, just an incredible, incredible, incredible uh, game from him. And and again, he entered the game with eight minutes to play. He played 38-58 in this game, which is way too many minutes. The Magic relying on him so much. I don't think the Magic ever relied on a player um, minutes-wise this much since Tracy McGrady was here. Um, you knew when he entered the game, you knew down 13, if the Magic were going to win, it was going to be on Nikola Vucevic's back. And he carried them to the end of the game. So fantastic work from Nikola Vucevic. Evan Fournier deserves recognition too. 28 points, 11 for 18 shooting, 5 for 9 from beyond the arc. Six assists, two steals for him. Um, He played, uh, first, before we get into his offense, he played great defense throughout the night. Um, When Michael Carter-Williams wasn't in the game, uh, either Evan Fournier or Dwayne Bacon had the assignment on Stephen Curry. Um, and I thought Evan did a really good job on on Curry. I mean, I don't think he was as good as MCW was, um, but he did a really good job. Uh, again, MCW's a really good defender. I don't think there's any shame in saying that. Um, he did a really, really good job just staying with his man, staying with him and, and making his life hard. And then offensively, he's just in rhythm. Um, he's just playing in, in, in incredible rhythm. Great step backs. Great... Um, had a setback three that I was just like, if if he's hitting that, you're not defending. There's no way. Um, he's really he's been really good at figuring out when to drive. You know, just really playing patiently within the offense, not forcing a ton. I know that's the criticism of him. And right now he's making shots. So great game from Evan Fournier. Terrence Ross, 24 points, nine for 17, shooting four for nine from me on the arc. I wrote about this on OrlandoMagicDaily.com. Um, Terrence Ross seems to have found his spark off of that road trip. Um, I don't know if it was just because of the necessity of having to have him score a lot more. The Magic just try, you know, go, get, having a new point guard, so a lot of their offense is geared to get him shots. Um, that he is shooting more efficiently, he's shooting more effectively, he's human torching a lot more. Uh, four for nine from beyond the arc in this game. Um, Ross is playing uh, very, 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 very well right now. And and again, just the the the, the basket says it all. Um, Chuma Okiki um, didn't say his final his final stat line. Eleven points. Four for eight shooting, three for four from beyond the arc, five rebounds, two assists, three blocks on the game. Just again, the rookie showed incredible poise late in the game. Had all of his blocks were really incredible blocks. He blocked the Kent Bazemore shot at the rim. He blocked another, I think it was Bazemore jumper, and then he blocked Stephen Curry at the rim on that key play in the fourth quarter. Um, on two of those, two of those blocks, they turned into three into three pointers that he hit. Um, he. It's, I, I wrote about this last week. Sooner or later, Chumo Kiki's going to start. Um, the Magic did not play Gary Clark in this game. They chose to play to start Ken Burch at power forward, and I think that's a little bit of a jerry-rigging to get Mo Bamba in the lineup, and I'll talk about Mo a little bit here in a sec. Um, but but Okiki is, like, I mean, even last week, you know, after that Golden State game, especially when he just looked so comfortable, 
it's very clear Okiki is going to start at power forward uh, uh, at some point until Aaron Gordon comes back. Um, he is, he's been that good. Um, and his, his, his defensive instincts are great. You don't need him to score a ton right now. His defensive instincts are so good. Um, and, and, and he's, he's generally in the right spot. He still makes mistakes. Don't get me wrong, but, um, I think the Magic can rely on him a lot more. And I think the Magic should be thinking about how can we challenge him a little bit more, you know, give him a little bit more responsibility because this guy is helping us win. And again, just, he's helping them win. That's what matters. Alfred Camino with eight points, three for four shooting. Really good to have Chief back. He's moving really, really well. Made a three, um, did not make a three-pointer. I thought he made a three-pointer. Um, made a jumper, you know, got to the basket for for a couple and ones. Just really good stuff from Chief. Um, you know, again, I think his defense is really, is, is strong. You know, played 12-54 in this game, so his minutes starting to come up a little bit. Um, I think we'll see him, you know, he's got to play. Um, I think Steve Clifford's made that clear. Um, I think we're going to see him play a lot more coming up here in in, in the next few weeks and next few games. Um, Michael Carter-Williams, eight points, two for 13 shooting, two for six from beyond the arc, four rebounds, five assists, five turnovers. His defense was really good on Stephen Curry. I know Curry had 29 points. The defense was really good. He stuck to Curry really, really well, made his life very difficult throughout the night. That's all you can ask for defensively from Carter-Williams, and that's why he was in the game at the end. Of the, at the end. Um, he's just so valuable to them defensively. Offensively, he was a mess. Um, you know, missed a lot of open jumpers. The Warriors let him take all the open shots that he wanted. Missed a couple bunnies at the basket that he's got to make, especially in some key moments when the Magic just needed a basket. You could see his frustration growing over his poor shot making. Uh, and the five turnovers were huge too. Um, a lot of turnovers from him. Um, can't have that as the point guard. So just, again, I don't want to say it's all on him, but again, as the point guard, you're organizing things. Third quarter, was not very organized. A lot of frustration from Michael Carter-Williams and that bled over into the defense as well. Um, his defense is just so valuable. And again, the match don't have a lot of options at point guard right now. Uh, they have to play him and, and he's added a lot to this team. Been a very good defender as well. I said I'd talk about Mo Bamba a little bit. Um, two, uh, three points, one for two shooting, three rebounds, one block, one turnover, four fouls. Not a good game for Mo Bamba. Um, you know, just just plain and simple, just not a good game from him. Um, uh, early on in the first quarter, felt like he was trying to do a little too much, um, trying to get after blocks, trying to chase blocks. That's not how you do it, man. That is just not how you do it. Um, you know, the Steph Steph Curry went right at him. You know, knowing full well he's going to block a couple shots, and he blocked a shot at the end of the first quarter, which was a big block for him. Um, but just didn't look like he was quite where he needed to be defensively. Um, some of that is definitely rhythm. I'm not going to say I'm not going to say it's all Mo's fault. Um, he just hasn't played a lot. But you know, again, positioning, understanding where he's supposed to be, understanding that you can change a shot without blocking it, um, knowing where you're supposed to be uh, within the defensive scheme and not leaving that leaving that space open. These are all things that are just very very basic. Uh, and I did not think that Mo was in the right spots defensively. I mean, I think as the Magic do start to think about tightening their rotation some. Especially if when Aaron Gordon comes back, comes back, I think you'll see Ken Burch take those those backup center minutes. And I I have no nothing to make me believe that that isn't the right decision at this point. Um, you know, I think most screening is very very good. I think that's his most NBA ready skill at this point. But that's not enough to leave you on the court. Um, you got to be able to to do the little things. And and I I think the big thing with Mo is don't go for the stats. I don't care what his stat line is. I want to see his impact defensively, and he can be a great impactor defensively without blocking a single shot. Um, his length alone makes him an impactor. That's why he's in the league. He's got to figure out how to use that length better. And again, we're three years into this. I, I'm, I feel like I'm still making the same points about him 
that I made his rookie year. We've got to start seeing some improvement from him. This is his opportunity. Again, everyone has been asking, when is Mo going to get on the floor? When is Mo going to get his chance? This is his chance. He's got to do a lot better with it, be a lot more consistent with it. The Magic shoot 48.9% from the floor, 18 for 33 from beyond the arc. They rack up 30 assists in the game. That's how you score 124 points. They turn the ball over 13 times, though, that helped go and state stay in the game. The Warriors get 29 points from Stephen Curry, but on 11 for 29 shooting, 6 for 16 from beyond the arc. He did add, add 11 assists and 7 rebounds. Kelly Oubre with 26 points for the Warriors. Andrew Wiggins with 16. The Warriors shoot 47.4% from the floor and 19 for 42 from beyond the arc. They add 37 assists, a really strong offensive game for them. The last, not enough to defeat the Orlando Magic. The Orlando Magic defeat the Golden State Warriors 124-120. to 120. I'll explain why the Magic were able to do that and why they've been able to put together some wins here in this stretch. But first, you've heard me talk about Built Bar a ton. But right now, right now, there is a flash sale for the coconut puff bar from Built Bar. Luscious chocolate, soft marshmallow, made with premium collagen protein blend. 16 grams of protein, 130 calories, and only 6 grams of sugar. It's gluten-free and it's preservative-free. For a limited time only, order now the coconut puff bar from BuiltBar.com. And don't forget to check out Built Bar for all the other great protein bars that they have. The best protein bar on the market. Some of the best protein products that I've seen, that I've tried on the market it's the protein bar for the non-protein bar person. Check it out at BuiltBar.com. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late-season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Friday's on Locked On NBA. Join Anthony Irwin of Locked On Lakers and Adam Morris of Locked On Nuggets for a wrap up of the biggest stories around the league. Anthony and Adam bring you game recaps, weekend previews, and a weekly NBA power ranking you cannot miss. Subscribe to Locked On NBA Podcast today wherever you get podcasts. The Orlando Magic under Steve Clifford have been built on defense. That is the bedrock of what they're trying to do and what they're trying to accomplish. It is essential to understanding who the Magic are and who the Magic want to be. The Orlando Magic are only as good as their defense. This is not an offensive team, and the Magic will freely admit that. They are not a team that can rely on being able to outscore opponents every single night. For them to win, it will take defense every single night. And the Magic, of course, rode a top 10 defense in the playoffs in 2019. And again, we're a top 10 defense for much of the 2020 season as they made the playoffs again. This year, they have not seen that defense come to pass. The Magic have spent most of the year in the bottom 10 in the league in defensive rating. And it wasn't only until recently that the Magic began to climb, reaching at least the middle of the pack in the league. The Magic over the last five games, or since the West Coast road trip, have the third best defensive rating in the league, entering Friday's game with a defensive rating of 105.1 points allowed per 100 possessions. This is to say, this is again to say that the Magic are playing better defense. And if you want to know why they were able to win 
Friday's game. Look no further than their defense. Sure, they gave up 120 points. Not the best defensive effort. Their defensive rating, according to basketball reference, is around 117 points per 100 possessions. Not a good number. Maybe not the best game to extol the Magic's defense. Yet, you don't make the kind of comeback the Magic made. Down 13 early in the fourth quarter. Against a player like Stephen Curry, without defending really, really well. And indeed, it was the defensive plays that made the Magic better. That 31-17 run to finish the game was all about the team's defense. The Magic gave up a 100.0 defensive rating in the fourth quarter. 9 for 24. And I'm sorry, I misspoke. Basketball Reference had the Magic at a 113.7 defensive rating. A 43-point third quarter hanging in the balance. But outside of that third quarter, the Magic gave up only 97.5 points per 100 possessions. This was a strong defensive game. But again, we're only talking about three quarters because the third quarter was really, really bad. A 43-point quarter is not good. So how did the Magic come back? How did the Magic make those plays to get back in the game? It was plays like the play that Chumo Kiki made, blocking Stephen Curry at the rim. It was Nikola Vucevic gobbling up every single rebound, it felt like. 16 rebounds in the game. It was scratching out loose balls. It was doing all the grainy, dirty work that is necessary for a winning team. That is necessary for this team to win. It was all about the defense. You know, making big plays on defense is always, always going to be a, it's always going to be energizing to the team just because, you know, we work on it every day and to see it actually done in a live game, you know, that just motivates everybody, you know, to do it and, you know, that just send a high standard to, uh, you know, to make plays on defense. And, you know, defense turns into quick and easy offense, and that's what happened. Magic forward Chuma Okiki there on the team's defense. It's hard to say why exactly the defense has made such a sudden turn, because it really did start in Portland at the beginning of that road trip. And it happened all at a time when the Magic were struggling just to have healthy bodies on the floor. And you'd think defense is, you know, more tiring than anything else, that that would be where we would have seen significant slippage. Instead, that really seems to have hardened the Magic and really made the Magic focus on what makes them unique or what makes that, what, what, it's, uh, the injuries made the Magic really focus on what their identity is. Yes, getting Michael Carter-Williams back, who's a very good defender, gives the team a little bit of an edge, helped tremendously. Um, Carter Williams gets after people and, and, and is really, really strong defensively. And, 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 you know, again, did such a good job defensively in Sacramento, did a really good job defensively uh, in, against the Knicks. Um, all their point guards struggled, it felt like. Um, it, everything has come together, but it's not just about the one player. It's, it's everyone. Terrence Ross said, you know, maybe some of the team's habits have start, started to solidify that, you know, with the lack of practice time and, and the shortened training camp, it took a lot longer for the Magic to find their groove and find their defensive mojo. Certainly, you know, I think you could argue Steve Clifford has had to kind of search for rotations and try and find groups that, that play well together. You get Alfred Kuminu back, too, who's a really good defender. Um, and Chumo Kiki's gotten back, and he's a, he's a solid defender. You're seeing all those pieces start to come together uh, to make the Magic just a much more potent defensive team. Um, it's... You certainly, there's still work to do. Uh, as Clifford noted, the third quarter was not good for the Magic. Um, it was not a strong showing for Orlando. Um, the team did not get back in transition. There's still a lot of problems to iron out. The Magic 
turn the ball over way too much, and that doesn't allow them to get their defense set, and their fast-break defense has not been good this year. Um, you know, they're still struggling a little bit containing the ball, but they're, they're getting better at it. And, you know, what does Steve Clifford always say? Steve Clifford has always said that his goal is for the team to be better at the end of the season than they were at the beginning, to continue to get better. It's something that he has repeated throughout the course of the season, that the goal is to continue to get better and to play your best basketball toward the end of the season when the games really matter. The Magic are getting better. Um, the numbers certainly support that, and the team has played a lot better. They've kind of withstood the aftershocks of all the injuries, and now that they finally have a fully healthy roster, or almost fully healthy roster, and who knows, they might be getting Aaron Gordon back here in the next couple of weeks. Certainly, you'd think by um, the by the uh, end of the All-Star break that the Magic will know how close Gordon is and, and, and how, how soon that he might be back. Um, the Magic are starting to form and find their identity. And that's really all that we've asked for. You know, people often ask me, what are, is the Magic's identity? Well, yes, the Magic still have a lot of work to do. They have a lot of growing to do. They have a lot of players that they need to to, to find and, and figure out to take this team to the next level. But at the end of the day, the identity is going to stay the same. The Magic are a tough-nosed defensive team. They make you work hard for every shot. They make you work hard for every possession and make it hard for you, for make it hard to, to for them to beat themselves. They're disciplined. They're tough. Um, and, and they're just really just in the right spots all the time. That's who this Magic team is. They, they make it hard to beat you. And just ask Steph Curry how hard it was for him to beat the Magic. The Orlando Magic again defeat the Golden State Warriors 124-120. to 120. They're back in action Sunday at the Amway Center against the Detroit Pistons. They'll close out the four-game homestand with two games against the Pistons as we're nearing the end of the first half of the season. But that's going to do it for me today. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. I thank you all for joining me on this weekend, whether you're listening to this at home, uh, if you're working on the weekend like me, or on your way to the Magic game on Sunday. Appreciate you all tuning in to this special Saturday edition of Locked on Magic, a really good game to get a Saturday edition of the show in. We'll be back to our uh, hopefully a more normal schedule uh, next week um, as we get closer and closer to the All-Star break. But that's going to do it for me. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. For Orlando Magic Daily, Locked on Magic, this is my Phil Cross. We'll see you all again next time for another episode of Locked on Magic. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked on Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. 